Hey everybody, this is the Empty Arena Podcast. Episode, eh, whatever, I forgot about it. Yeah, who the heck knows? Right? We so, don't know. So the Royal Rumble was on Sunday, uh, and it featured a couple great matches. Uh, I was unfortunately Just a not few? A, just a few, yes. Just a, a few. few. Some people, matches. Some people like to say that it's still going on, and it's currently Friday night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was not around to watch it. I was actually in Orlando with my lovely wife. We were Ooh. in uh, Disney World. Disney, did you go to all three parks? There are four parks. There are four right? parks. Did you go to all four parks? Yeah, yes, we did. And I was dead tired. Got home at like, got back to the hotel room at like 9.30ish, 10 o'clock. I actually brought my fire stick down with me because I Did am, you watch the whole episode? I watched the entire Royal Rumble from a Kindle because the fire stick did not work on the That's TV. That's a good wife. From a yes, Kindle, my from God. From a Kindle. So I was watching it on a nine-inch Kindle uh, for about seven hours. Oh, thank you. And um, I, I was up until probably about 3.30 in the morning. Well, we were... We we were watching it and we started forty five minutes late, but by the end of the rumble we were only ten minutes behind after all the fast forwarding. That show ran till eleven forty five. crazy at night. It was a long. Remember when pay per views would end at like ten forty three? Yeah, I remember that. That was such an awkward time. <laughs> yeah. Such an awkward. Or time. at latest eleven. Eleven. And that Maybe was, that was uh, that was pushing it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, there, there was a couple good matches. Uh, what do you guys think of the main events, the rubbles, uh, the rubbles themselves? Well, you know, I have to say, I thought they were pre- well. Our predictions were, were spot on. Were pretty on point, except My- for me. I decided to be the outlier and go for Charlotte and Drew McIntyre. But well, Charlotte was the second. You were runner. correct, Chris. You were correct. And Becky Lynch, that's right, coming back into the women's rumble after she lost her title match against Asuka. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about Asuka making Becky tap? Um, I think it was, uh, you know what, Chris, you could go first. I didn't mean to jump you off. I was just going to go off of whatever you said. Per <laughs> <laughs> uh, usual. I, I was not happy with um, the tap. I, I think there were other ways where you could have had, if you wanted to keep the belt on Asuka, um, maybe some sort of a dirty finish, maybe bringing back Ronda into this whole storyline to really cement the fact that they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. Um, but... I, I feel like, on the on one hand, I don't like the tap, but on the other hand, I think Becky could handle it. Like she could, she could afford the tap. Mm-hmm. Um, just being how over she is, and just how how good. I mean, just the fact that she's putting over Oscar in that way. Yeah. Um, I, I would have liked to not have that happen, but yeah. it is what it is. And she had the night anyway. She owned the night. Yeah, I I, I think that to your point. Becky's at a point where she isn't going to take any negative uh, um, from having to tap out. I think she, I think she's fine. I mean, yeah, I, I agree that I, I kind of hope that the finish would have resulted in, in in a situation where Becky didn't look as it didn't look as one sided. But um, the result was, I think, as we expected, Becky was going to go in and without having the yeah. title to free herself up to go after Ronda. So I think it played out in the end pretty well. And I think we all forgot that Asuka used to be on top and undefeated in NXT, and she started out an undefeated streak in WWE. So this is her getting it back. And I think the fact that Becky got her Rumble, you know, won her Rumble match at the end of the night, that kind of gave her yeah. you know, that rub back. Um, it reminded me of Seth Rollins at WrestleMania when he lost his match against Randy Orton. Awesome match. Orton beat him clean. And that was the best RKO I've ever seen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, best RKO. RKO. Going off the curb stomp. But he came back at the end and cashed in. And he, you know. And he owned the night. He stole the show. Spe- he stole the show. Of, speaking, speaking of, of cool RKOs and stuff, how about Maya Jackson throwing herself into the Men's Royal Rumble? Oh my God! Very, that, very China esque. Yeah, I, I that was exactly an interesting swerve. Yeah, I thought it was cool. That, that's exactly what I thought. Very China, and they sound they sound the same too when they speak. Well, <laughs> we I think we said this what like a week or two weeks ago. Like the fact that we knew who the thirty you know thirtieth entrant was going to be for both yeah. the Raw and Smack. Uh, sorry, the men and women's Rumble oh, matches. Yeah. We knew that you know they like there was no surprise, so we needed a surprise, and each Rumble had a surprise. Yeah, even J E double F J A double R E double T being the number two on the men's, and uh, you know getting a guitar smashed over his back by uh, Elias was actually a very cool throwback mm. to uh, you know, the late '90s Jeff Jarrett uh, 
character of a... I was, I was very surprised. He was, he was a really big surprise. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So wait, let's do... You guys want to talk about Men's Rumble first? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Men's Rumble. I suppose. Yeah, Jeff no, Jarrett. I, Jeff Jarrett. Who knew? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> his, uh, Nobody. As, as, as my friend uh, Matt said, his costume or his outfit did not age well. No. No, 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 no. neither did his body that looks like uh, he had about 85 beers before he, went. <laughs> he he came into that match. You know, ironically enough, I think he was uh, in rehab for a while. I don't know if it was for oh. drugs or alcohol. Well, I immediately but. retract that. <laughs> Sorry, double, you, uh, double J. Uh, Johnny Gargano was a pretty cool... Uh, Come up from NXT. Yeah, Johnny Gargano was a nice surprise. Alistair Black was also uh, a, a nice surprise. I I I know last week was calling for the Velveteen Dream to come in, but Velveteen you know they basically Dream. threw everybody else in. <laughs> My, um, I thought one of like the best spots uh, in in the Rumble was, <clears throat> excuse me, was having um, Strowman come out. Uh, but what did what did he do? Was it Strowman or was it somebody else? But there was uh, oh Titus O'Neil. Why am I th- thinking Strowman? Oh well, no, <laughs> Titus O'Neil when Under he the came ring? out. Yeah, he came out. I thought I thought it was Strowman. I don't know why. Slightest O'Neil. But when he <laughs> came out, ran to the ring, uh, and ran into what was it Zack Ryder under the oh Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. It was bizarre, but it was, I bizarre, mean, but it was funny because. But it was funny because it, it was a good throwback he, yeah, to the, uh, the greatest yeah. Royal Rumble. I thought that was great. Um, the Kofi Kingston spots. A little upset. A little, yeah, little, me too. underwhelming. Yeah, I think Naomi I thought, took his I spot. Think it's, I think it's random. I, I thought what what would have happened was no way Jose was out there with his crew. I thought he was going to get thrown into the crew and they were going to hold him up and then throw him back into the ring or something. Didn't they do that with the the rosebuds? I don't. I don't remember. I thought. What I they, feel like that happened. What they should have done was have maybe uh, like a bunch of. New Day pancakes yeah, and he on the side of the ring and he stepped on the pancakes, pancakes instead. Yeah, a bunch of pancakes. That would have yeah. been really funny. That, that would have that, that that been, been the spot. That would have been funny. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the, the men's Rumble was pretty good. Um, uh, Were we uh, surprised of the outcome? No. Were we surprised <laughs> about the top five? Yeah, I was not expecting Almas to be in the top yeah. four or five. Um uh, I mean, you had Strowman, Rollins, Almas, and I, I can't recall who else was towards the end. Um, Neither can I. But it was a oh, and Ziggler. Ziggler, I think, they, was they, towards the end too. Yeah, he was twenty-eight. They, they gave him they gave him that last you know surprise spot. I thought that was I thought that was cool. But Ziggler wasn't on Raw. He's yeah. just there, and he's on Raw the next night. I thought I thought the match itself, although there were no like veterans except with the exception of Jeff Jarrett but that happened so early on that it made no Kurt lasting Angle impact yeah what, what was he he was uh, we had number Kurt. two yeah uh, Jeff Jarrett was wow. two Kurt Angle was four and after that it was all new guys or current people on the roster I'm, I'm glad they did that because I like that too if, yeah. if you know because a lot I, a lot of people were saying that like oh the rumble wasn't that good because oh they were missing a lot of like legends what if but yeah, what if they actually had a, another match? I mean, it's already seven hours long. Why not make it seven and a half? <laughs> do do a, a shorter Royal Rumble for legends who are in good physical condition. Do like a do like a fifteen man Royal Rumble. Do you remember they actually did that for WrestleMania seventeen? I do not remember. Oh, they that. Did they? I think it was Bobby Heenan and Mean Gene Oakland were doing commentary just for that match, and I forgot who. They can't do that anymore. Yeah, sadly mm-hmm. they can't. I forgot who won that. I don't know if it was Michael Hayes or um, something happened with the Million Dollar Man. Like whoever won got bribed and gave it. Yeah, I think the Million Dollar Man got bribed. He gave the winner a briefcase full of money in DBS. He was like, "Hey, I won" or something <laughs> like that. That was pretty funny. But yeah, yeah, for an, an old timers uh, rumble would be a bad idea. Be well, interesting to see if they can get over the top. Right? But I, I like the idea <laughs> of just without breaking when they're hips. The the rumble should be about talent that can have a legitimate shot at you know yeah fighting for a title at WrestleMania. I mean, I don't think you're going to see Johnny no. Gargano no. fight, no. you know. Right. But, but but they did show how Kurt good Hawkins. he is in the ring. I'm I'm really glad yeah. that they gave him. They gave him a, a few good spots. I know he eliminated Jinder Mahal. Jinder Al- Mahal. Alistair Black eliminated Dean Ambrose and yeah. one of it was one of the weirdest finishes like Yeah, the kick was like weird. a mile from his face, but you know. I think Ambrose is uh 
think he's just about done. But we can talk about that a little later in the show. Along with, uh, along with a certain female wrestler after WrestleMania. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, to your point, I just wanted to touch on something really quick about the Rumble not including Legends this year. And, and to an extent, last year wasn't as many, if I recall. I don't think there were too many last year. But, I mean, when you see these promos being cut, I, I, I remember Drew McIntyre's promo. I, I think it was either him or Seth Rollins. I think it was Seth Rollins when Seth Rollins said, you know, I... You know, I outlasted 29 other guys, or you know, Am, you know, yeah, McIntyre said I, I I outlasted 29 other guys. It means more when you know that the Rumble actually has 29 other guys that are, you know, in you know the mix. You know, like full time guys. If you have like five or ten old timers, it kind of loses its its weight when you cut a promo like that. So hearing it, so and looking at the field of of the participants it actually makes those promos carry more weight because when you're saying, oh, I outlasted 29 other, nine other guys, people could buy into it more as opposed to saying, well, if 10 of those guys were legends, you know, you, you outlasted 10 other old-timers, it doesn't really, I think, carry as much weight. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So it was nice to see that, I think. And, yeah, it was a good event overall. I always found the phrase, I lasted through 30 other men <laughs> or 29 other men. Like, uh, a little, uh, okay. Sounds sweaty. Sounds sweaty. <laughs> sweaty, greasy. And, yeah, who uh, wants to watch the Pro Bowl when you can watch uh, 30 men, literally, topless? In underwear. <laughs> underwear, sweaty. And hanging them in the corner and just holding on so, to them. My, lo- my lovely wife, Carolyn, was a, a good sport. She actually watched with me. What did she think of uh, Seth Rollins winning the Rumble match? I thought it was well-deserved. Yes, yes, well 100%. Deserved. Yes, there, there is nobody that deserves, that has been that much of a workhorse mm-hmm. uh, for this company for the past year plus, two years, um, than, D, uh, than Dean Ambrose. That's <laughs> <And laughs> Seth, <laughs> and I, Seth Rollins. I, I, loved, I loved the curb stomp on the apron. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was, was a cool, cool finish. Yeah. It was a cool finish. I liked it. Um, not as many surprises in the men's rumble, except, well, we could talk about, let's talk about Nia Jax. So, uh, for those of you who didn't watch the the men's rumble match, uh, Nia Jax. Well, our truth came out. Um, he was halfway down the ring, rapping or whatever he does, whatever he did. People Nia Jax came out. With the- Nia Jax came out, beat the shit out of him, literally, um, and basically he shit himself. Beat the shit out of him. Damn. He did not shit his pants. And um, uh, Nia basically uh, bashed his face into one of the barricades, um, and, and he got apparently he got legitimately yeah. hurt. So uh, either he twisted his ankle and got a concussion, I mean, or he did win the United States yeah, title. Yeah, so you mean he night. won the U.S. title? Yeah. On uh, with a butt bashed in face and a, and a, a sprained ankle. Should we make our uh, empties announcement right now? You think it's worth sure. mentioning it? Go ahead. Andrew. So uh, I, I af- after this incident happened, I did a little research um, on you know Nia Jax related injuries, you know, for, on, and I've discovered. That she has injured about 10 top uh, women wrestlers over the last, like, two or three years or so, mm-hmm. which comes out to about, like, one injury every 39 matches. I found, I found this <laughs> match. Nerd. Did you do Nerd. the math? I didn't do the math. I found it on what culture. Um, <laughs> but looking back, we gave Nia Jax a... Um, we gave her an award for most improved, but I think we're going to redact that award. Yeah, we're going to take that back. We're going to take that back. She, you know, did break Becky's face. Mm-hmm. She has landed. She uh, concussed Zelina Vega. She uh, knocked uh, Bailey out for a while. She injured our truth. So I think we're going to take that back. So sorry, Naya. Uh, I know Nia listens. Um, if she's you could a big just, supporter, and you, we love you. If you, you could to just um, bring us back the trophy, I would very much appreciate. We it. mailed it to you, you about a month ago. Yeah, um, you could just put it. You know what? Well, I never got the trophy. The hey, return- she's here. The return- I'm gonna beat the crap out of you guys. No, Nia. <laughs> then I'm gonna break your face. <laughs> I'm gonna break your face with my fist. <laughs> the return address is on the bottom of the trophy. You could send it back there. Yeah. So the women's rumble. Let's let's get into the women's rumble now, because this was I th- I thought this was a fun. I thought it was. I thought the men's match was fun throughout. I thought the women's match was better towards the end. Mm-hmm. I, I have to be honest with you. It was late at night when I was watching this. Uh, I kind of fell asleep for like maybe like ten minutes during the women's match. 
Mm. I did not. I was not interested in it. I, I think I fell asleep after maybe Liv Man Morgan came in, Rose. And, and I pretty much woke back up when like Kyrie Sane or Maria Canales would came in. So, so I, I, I missed a good a good portion of the match. So I apologize. Mm. Well, let's talk about Ember Moon who got injured in that match. Yes. I think it what was it was it the shoulder? I believe she got a sh- I believe she had a shoulder injury, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Or I fell asleep during after Zia Lee came out because I remember she came out as uh I don't know who that is. She, she was early the, on. Yeah. NXT. NXT. She was the, the uh, NXT. Yeah. I, I call her the discount Oscar. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think it's the same. Her the gimmick same is very yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, but um. Who's ready for uh, Oscar. It was with the women's rumble. You had a good number of NXT uh, participants in there. You had Lacey Evans come out at number one, which was a nice surprise. And you had Zia Lee. You had Kyrie Sane. Your you girl, had, your girl Kyrie Sane. I love me some Kyrie. She's a uh, pirate. They also had um, the highlight of uh, I would say the the Kofi esque elimination prevention went to uh, Casey Catanzaro. Um, I'm yeah, sleeping. I think she did uh, the little what one. She do like a, a handstand that she. She did like a handstand, like then that? she shimmied up the side of the uh, ring post. Oh my God, Ka- Katie Cat Nazaro. What Casey Cat Nazaro? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're yeah. thinking. You, you wanted to shimmy up your ring post. I know. Yeah, no, I, I was just gonna say. And it. every <laughs> other every other <laughs> male with a pulse, uh, I would joke. think, had the same thought. But um, but yeah, you know, it was that was cool. And and then you had, uh, as far as old timers, calling them old. <laughs> Uh, there were really no you, you Maria, never, but you, she's not really. I mean, she's an active competitor. You know, and, no, no Trish, no Lita, no, Lita, no, no Ivory. But that was la- that was all about yeah. that no was Tori Wilson. Year. Yeah, it was all about Stacey current Keebler. current talent, which is you know, Moolah and Mae Young. It really goes to show you how much talent that they have in the female persuasion. Yeah, in the female persuasion. You heard it here first. Let's I, talk about the best. <laughs> the, the best spot in that match was obviously well. Apparently, Lana got injured earlier in the evening. After uh, Rusev lost his U.S. Yeah, title, wasn't that a uh, was that a work? Could you guys believe that they've actually tarnished the integrity of the U.S. title over the course of one weekend, <laughs> four days? Oh, well, yeah. Well, at least there's uh, an American that has the U.S. title. <laughs> the, 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 what? Ooh, this is true. Ah, truth. <laughs> but we can. We can touch on that later about the U.S. title. That's a whole other... We could do a, a podcast about the on a, U.S. title. On a very good SmackDown Live episode this week, folks. But we'll get to it. I don't think it was that good. Anyway, continuing. Um, I'll be honest. I'm not always into SmackDown. Um, uh, there was also the title match between... Oh, I said, <coughs> Wait, just one other thing about Lana. Like, It was so obvious that when Lana was injured, Becky Lynch was going to come out. Oh, and by the way, guys, I did pull up the video. Uh, it is Kevin Nash in WCW. Ah. Yes, I stand corrected. Fine, John. You're uh, right. Yep. So, yeah, you guys could all look it up. Look up Kevin Nash. Fake leg. WCW fake leg. Yep. Yeah. I did pull in up that order. In that order. You and, put, and turn your safe search off. <laughs> on, on put Google. on Google image search. <laughs> like broken Blue bones. waffle. W-A-F-F-L-E. W-A-F-F-L-E. <laughs> E blue waffle. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, um, <coughs> what did you guys think of Becky coming back to win the Rumble? Loved it. Loved it. Had to happen. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. So wait, is that like the new the new sizes for Cold Snow? <laughs> like it, love it, gotta have it. Had to have it. Had to happen. Uh, the only swerve really was that Fit Finley gave her the go ahead. Hey guys, yeah. we got Fit a tip. Finley, our fellow countrymen. Someone texted me saying Fit Finley became the most over person. <laughs> Who is in it? the WWE? <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, our studio doorbell just rang. Our studio doorbell <laughs> just rang. It? Who could it be? Euphoria Giant Doubtfire, dear. And whoever rang our doorbell was not Mrs. Doubtfire, but for the first time in over, I don't know, three months, we have a full empty arena. Danny Papandrea. Oh, yes. Oh, Undertaker. Everyone's back. Everyone's oh, there. We What's up, guys? Full, we have a full, full house. Full Sorry, studio. I, I had to work, you know. Nobody gives a shit. Do that thing. Nobody kiss. <laughs> so we were, we were just finishing up talking about the Women's Rumble. Becky Lynch won, mm-hmm. and she's going to go on to WrestleMania. But let's talk about... And I think we all... Uh, 
We all, we all predicted, predicted that, that right? except me. Except I you, because you're dumb. Stupid. But let's let let's take a step back from the rumble matches. Take it back now, yeah. Let's talk about Finn Balor and Lesnar. And I guess you know, let's talk more about Finn Balor. So he's been, you know, pushed to the moon. Uh after Sunday, he is now feuding with Bobby Lashley, likely for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think that they were going to give Balor the title anyway, so it makes sense. Right. He's, uh, he, he's icy material for now. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, no, no not at all. Not at all. There's nothing not, wrong not with, at that, all, with that Not at all, but at the same time, he was pushed to the moon right. for the last two weeks. He was, you know, pushed to the moon, to Alice. The moon. Had a very good match with Brock Lesnar, I thought. I thought it was he a, did. A, a, you know, a serviceable match. It was certainly a placeholder. I have to say that was probably That's one of the was, yeah. one of the more um, entertaining lizard matches that he's had over the last few yeah, years. Yeah, it didn't yeah. seem like he was going through the motion where he was just going after German suplex after German suplex after German suplex. I think since the AJ match from Survivor Series last year, this is you know another really good one. I mean, the the goal in a lizard match at this point is now you know to to make the opponent look as Strong as possible without, you know, winning. Exactly, and I think it's I think it's the right call. I think you have to protect the uh, reputation of the talent that is losing. So you know they did it with AJ, and you know they're doing it now in this case with Balor, who they both respectively are 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 uh, considered big players. So let's just uh, you know call it for what it is so, and say it was a good match. Yeah, and if you hear somebody giggling in the background. That's because Danny just walked in and basically robbed Chris's notebook and started drawing, started drawing giant hairy penises well, on it. Uh, what are you talking diary. about? How dare you <laughs> accuse me of something I've I never done? I just want to know, Danny, is this to scale? <laughs> <laughs> is this what pretty, you're working with? Pretty much. <laughs> pretty impressive, huh? So we have Finn Balor. So so um, what about AJ Bryan? I, think I, the, thought, I thought the that match, was a meh. The match was okay. Eric Rowan came out to interfere, but I, I think there's not much Who is now more of a hipster than Daniel Bryan. Yeah, let's briefly talk about the new belt, which looks like Daniel Bryan bought it at Trader Joe's because it has like that, <laughs> that all wooden panel that with was, the hemp no, material. It, the, no, no, it the hemp like, got no, a big pop from no, the crowd. No, it looked, like, it looked like he bought the title belt from Groupon. <laughs> I have to say that, that was, was an Etsy belt. Yeah, the <laughs> Etsy belt. Every once Etsy in a belt. while, every once in a while, there's a... a you know, a superstar that has a new title. Stone Cold had one. The John, John Cena belt. had one. The spinner. Let's belt. be real. Stone Cold's was the coolest. Yeah, I'm coolest. saying. But it's always it's always back. fun to see. Right. You know, Cena. Actually, Cena had two. He had the spinner. The US spinner belt. was cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah. But he had the spinner U.S. and the spinner World. But I, I like they broke this out for Daniel Bryan, like the yeah. rebranding of the title. I thought that was a, a a cool add to this feud, and that's pretty significant because they don't do that for a lot of people. They yeah, don't. That's no. true. It's very very select. Um, I'm looking forward to you know seeing what he does with Rowan. I mean, he is an enforcer now. Maybe it leads to a larger feud, maybe with Bray Wyatt. Mm. Um, if he starts taking his people, is Bray Wyatt even alive? I mean, what do you mean his people? His people, you know his. Harper, Rowan. Can, can is we, can is we... that guy still wrestling, Harper? No, uh, he's he hurt. Was, he he's was hurt. injured for a bit. That was that the whole end of the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. And now if you can if we can talk about for a second how uh, Rowan's Titantron, the O in Rowan is the recycling symbol. Is it? <laughs> sure is. Yep. That's, That's horrible. Amazing. Sure is. <laughs> I made special note in my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's Rowan, right, ne- right next. I to noticed that penis. as well. <laughs> right next to his giant penis. So I guess we'll see we'll see where that goes. But interesting announcement made on SmackDown regarding Daniel Bryan's WWE Championship. He'll be defending it in the Elimination Chamber with Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Mustafa Ali, AJ Styles. I hope. I hope. I yeah. absolutely hope the elimination chamber is made out of like bamboo or something. That's you mean a Punjabi prison? Well, not not necessarily a Punjabi prison, but like you actually like, the shape of an you elimination like chamber. Mustafa Ali, Chris. I don't think he's a main event talent yet. He just got here. He changed his name from Cassius Clay, so it has, he has to be. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think he needs to be in the Sean, elimination chamber that, match. That. Um, promo by Samoa Joe was one of the most entertaining promos yeah, I've seen in he's a ever long done. time. That's the most entertaining he- thing he's done since, um, yeah, pretty much he's ever. He's so good on the mic. Joe could be savage on the mic if they ripping. let him be. Yeah, he is, but he can't win a damn feud. Ripping through Hardy, ripping through well, Horton, ripping through. And I, the best, the best part 
was Orton telling Mustafa, uh, "Didn't you get thrown out, thrown out of the room, thrown out of the room by a girl? What are you, what are you doing here? Get out of here." Damn. My feelings exactly. Yeah. You know what good. though? How cool was that when uh, when Nia Jax came in and started just beating the crap out of everybody? Beat up poor our truth. I loved it. I thought you know what? It it reminded me like she she did a great job. She picked the dudes up. She slammed them. She yeah, gave she a did. good she gave a good fight. It reminded me of like a China, totally like a China China esque crush that. I'm cool with yeah. that, but. The, the whole women's empowerment, like, I mean, they, they have their own rumble now. So what's... Breaking down the, barriers, what's man. What's the point of her coming in the men's rumble? I wasn't sure what she wanted to get a... To show that she could that's right. be both with the men and the women. I guess. Yeah. She's bi. She's cool. bi rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I am bi rumble. I am bi rumble. She's rumble fluid. <laughs> rumble oh. fluid. So Perfect. I want to uh, I want to go back to a, a match that we forgot about the SmackDown tag team match. I was gonna have how, Chris do, do this. My how God. fantastic was that match with the shooting star press? Yeah, no, that yeah, that, that was, was out of nowhere, and yeah. that was really really impressive. And it was by Sheen O'Mac, which was Sheen O'Mac. It was, that was that was done really it was, well. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. I thought he was gonna die, but the best person to do a shooting star press is obviously Billy Kidman. Oh yes, he's 100%. the he's the best person yes. to do the shooting star press. It was press. so nonchalant anytime that he did it. <laughs> yes, that's a very good. When back back when he was in WCW. But you have to admit that uh, Shane McMahon's stu- shooting star press was rather pretty. The presh, yes, the presh was very the good. The presh, yeah, it's Joe Pesci saying that. Uh, <laughs> now, do you, do you <laughs> think they're going to end up fighting at, some, at uh, WrestleMania? Or I, I'm waiting for the heel turn. I'm waiting for, for the sure. heel turn. It's going to happen. It's just going to be a matter of if it's Shane or if it's the Miz. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think there's going to be a heel turn. Well, I think that they're baiting you to think that way. They're baiting me to think that way in terms of... Like, in their promos, they're very, very slow and deliberate and they're waiting for the other shoe to drop or they're having the, the audience see that as the illusion well you know what if if they're really baiting you that well they're masturbators they're masturbators <laughs> <laughs> they are <laughs> we got, we got, you're getting catfished <laughs> on, on Smackdown this past Tuesday you have to get Neve and uh, uh, but, oh, no. Neve and Max would be catfished but, how about this I'm sorry um, Jesus elbows McGee no I was pointing down but uh, on, but we're not playing beer pong on, in the basement. On, so yes, on on SmackDown, we had the Miz's father, Mister Miz, Mister. Yeah, Miz, I, I'm a little Mr. confused Miz. with this. Why, yeah. why was he on? They were very polite. But why was he? Why was he in the like? Why was he in the sidelines? And why is it a whole thing with him? And, well, that's that's. I, I, I don't get that, that. That's where I think the heel turn is going to come in. That's just a hunch. The whole thing was the reason why he joined forces with this, with Shane was because he wanted to make his father proud of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like just yeah. I don't I don't know if any father that wants their son to be a you know SmackDown tag team champion. I don't know. It's yeah. usually like Sal Andrea does. <laughs> on, really? On, on Miz and Mrs. He's a very supportive parent. Such a jerk. Um. So that's how, what else? What else do we have to discuss? Let's uh. Oh, let's talk Ronda real quick. Let's talk. Let's talk the women's title picture on the Raw side. So, you know, Becky is going to be facing Ronda at Mania. But what do you guys think of Sasha and Ronda? Kudos to Sasha. She held pretty she, good. Match. She held that match. I thought it was, it was a little uncomfortable at first. I thought there were some spots. A little clanky. That were, yes, they were a little, little botched. But I have to say, it got better towards the end. Mm-hmm. It got much better towards the end. Um, I would have liked to have seen maybe, you know. Uh, Charlotte and Ronda maybe feud through the next few months while maybe Becky feuds with Nia to hold both of them uh, until WrestleMania. But I, my biggest fear is now that Becky and uh, Ronda will you know will have a triple threat with Charlotte added. Yeah, that's so. what it seems like. It's I've, been, I've been hearing rumors about that. I just hope to God that it doesn't happen. Not nothing against Charlotte. It's just you know what this has to be between Becky and and Ronda strictly. Yeah. I'm also, what if it's a triple threat? I'm not. I wouldn't be crazy about it. I'm. I'm also hearing Becky. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Charlotte and Oscar too, for the title. I could. I, I could live with that. I would rather see that or a multi-women match, you know, at Mania between Charlotte, Oscar, Carmella, 
and maybe some one of the maybe Naomi. You know what I'd love to see a Hell in the Cell. A, uh, uh, a women's Hell in the Cell. A women women's title. Heck in the like, cell. Remember, I, I honestly thought you were gonna say in False Count Anywhere match. Well, no. I think, didn't they do I that like, with the... They should make... No, I'm talking about, like, what was it? The uh, Austin Hell in a Cell match where they had, like, the pickup truck. They brought it to the back. Everybody's getting oh, thrown into the haystack. That's what, yeah, Rikishi had that, like, that worked, you know... Spleen I did it for the rock. But, <laughs> no, but I think that... I, I feel like there's a few of the female uh, competitors that definitely would make that a really awesome match. We just said most of them, Ronda, um, you know, Asuka, we said Charlotte, we said Becky. You put two more of the ladies into that mix, Nia Jax and Naomi, Mm -hmm. and I think that you have, like, this crazy, awesome match maybe to unify, like, you know, the the heavyweight title and then put, like... um, Instead of doing a SmackDown and a and a Raw women's title, maybe do like one Universal title and then like an Intercontinental mm-hmm. title because they're trying to. You've been pushing this, add... this women's Intercontinental title for a while. Yeah, <laughs> man. Because look, if they're gonna add, no, you know that stuff, they might as well. So let's. Sh- I think we should shift gears over to uh, to Raw, and I think we talked about most of you know most of what had happened, but. I think we should talk about one of the biggest things outside of the ring, which is Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. deciding that he is no longer no longer going to be with WWE mm-hmm. after April. Um, I find this very odd that WWE would announce something like this. Typically, they would just kind of keep it hush right. hush, right. and you know they've done this before. You know, where it was people. a work. So and we haven't well, we haven't seen a top guy leave in a very uh, long time. If you guys have noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they actually wished him the, the best in his future endeavors. They did not. So it was that, a very that's, nice yeah. send-off. So I think that's actually very telling of what might be happening. Um, because usually when they get rid of somebody, they say, oh, yeah, we wish him the best in his future endeavors. So now, but, it's a little weird the way that what they, did they... What did they put? Like, we hope that he comes back or something? Well, yeah, some, we, something we like that. To, like, oh, yeah, we would love to we would love to work with him in the future. Yeah, maybe maybe he will find his way back to WWE in the future or something like that. It just yeah. There was on. there was something that if you guys noticed when he was sitting in the ring um when they came back from the commercial break after he lost the match to Rollins, he had the microphone and he was just was about to start saying, you know, I've been with WWE for the last like 5 or 6 years and then Nia came out. So like it seems like they're already teasing this this some sort of plot that that he's you know trying to talk about something he's trying to get something off his chest or maybe you know drop some kind of quote unquote worked shoot what you think like yeah like something like they're gonna like slowly build it where he's gonna get more and more agitated i mean i don't know but if it if it ends up being legit that he's actually leaving i actually read something very interesting from uh, eric bischoff eric bischoff actually commented uh, on somebody's podcast recently about it, and they asked him what they thought about Dean Ambrose leaving. And what he said was, you know, nothing against Dean Ambrose leaving. I don't think that, you know, I don't think that, you know, it's a big loss. And what he meant by that is the way WWE is structured now, they have positioned themselves to a point where if they lose somebody, the machine keeps going. And if you think about it, even with Roman Reigns, Unfortunately, being sidelined indefinitely with his leukemia uh, reoccurrence, um, the machine is still going. And for all of the hype that they put around Roman Reigns, you see that you know the company is deep in terms of the talent pool. So they could pick no huge gaping hole. They could pick right up with anybody else. They're doing it with arguably they're doing it with Rollins right now. And on the SmackDown side, you have you know other guys that they could you know carry the ball at any point. Whereas you know when it was the John Cena show, you know five for the last five ten years prior. You know, when he went down, it was kind of, you know, or who's going to take the, it's, it's a, It would have been a much bigger jump for somebody else. Now it's just, okay, who's right behind whoever the flag bearer is. So now losing Ambrose, it's like, eh, you know, not a huge, well, it's not going to hurt them, in other words, is what he right. was trying to say. It's, yeah, you're right. It's not a significant loss. It's just unfortunate. Like, he, like right. he never was as big as he could have been. Right. And... That's our radiator, folks. Don't yeah, worry. yeah, that's the radiator. It's an old house <laughs> in Brooklyn. Gotta, 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 keep, gotta keep warm in these uh, cold temperatures. Man, did you hear negative 40 or whatever? Minnesota. 
That's crazy. There's, you know, Chicago was negative fifty five with the wind chill. Colder than Antarctica. Yeah, I I personally Um, like I love seeing Dean Ambrose come out. I I loved him on SmackDown. I think my my favorite incarnation of him may have been when he was on SmackDown. That was his show. Uh That's when he came back from injury, right? He came back from injury. He was on SmackDown for a Mm. bit, and he like ran the show for a while. It was before he got hurt, but number one draft pick. You know, like two, three years ago when they had like the, the SmackDown and, and Raw rebrand. And he was the champ pretty much for like, you know, for a solid like six, seven months. Goofy, you know, he did like some goofy stuff here and there. But yeah, it, it felt like, ah, oh, this guy finally like a, a fan favorite got the title. People want to see him succeed. And he was great as a heel in the in the shield. Like he was the mouthpiece. Sure. He was the champion. But I think at some point, it, you know. You had Roman get over, Seth was getting over, and then he was used as, you know, the... He always ate the pin. Well, he ate he, the pin in the Shield, you know, in the, in the Shield, like, re, you know, in, in the new matches that they've been mm-hmm. having. And I think he looks around and he sees, like, some guy like Mustafa Ali coming up from 205 Live. It's like, well, if this guy's getting, you know, top billing, you know, and, and Seth is going to... And, and you know what I, think it's, what I think is actually happening? Uh, Dean has probably seen uh, that... Like Mustafa Ali, like you're saying, they're getting top billing and he's not. Um, it's like you know, we'll, I think he may go to AEW. That's that Cody Rhodes thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of top talent signing with them, and I have a feeling a, another top talent that I heard might be leaving after WrestleMania is Ronda Rousey. I, I think with her, she's taking a temporary leave of absence. I don't think she's actually leaving permanently. I, I think that report well, she, was. Uh, Disputed. She definitely got uh, flustered by the fans. Yes. Yep. Right. Yes. She held and she own, acknowledged man. it too. She was like, "All right, guys, you got me to stutter." <laughs> you know, she. Um, I thought she held her own pretty well in that promo, actually. Mm. And she, you know, when she in, telling Becky, oh, but Becky's response was was gold. Like all the social posts afterwards, you know, like she took screen screenshots of like Ronda Rousey's like frustrated face. Uh, put him on like her Instagram. She's like, "Are oh, you feeling upset, Rana or Ronnie?" Um, uh, but like John, to your point, like, do you think this is a sign that like, you know, if this top guy leaves and he goes somewhere else and he lands on his feet, will other top talents say, absolutely? Well, I'm not getting a Absol- shot. That's absolutely, true, yeah. they're they're already I think tempted to do that because yeah. of the fact that there's talk about. Good money being offered from this guy well, that has a basically uh, well, an em- open checkbook. Right. Well, I, I was reading nice. something that um, the the investor for AEW is a billionaire mm-hmm. who actually watched wrestling as a kid. Uh, you know, he watches it now. He, he uh, you know, he he's invested in in the sport. Oh my but, god! Does this mean backstage segments? If you watched it as a kid, <laughs> probably. Oh, I'm gonna um, watch this all the time. But. but, uh, but Counterpointing that, I, I was reading also that Vince McMahon is, you know, wasn't brought up in the the wrestling. Uh, I mean, he was, but he wasn't interested in it. He was using it as, as as a money maker, not for love of the sport. Where this I guy, mean, where, where this guy is in it for the love of the sport. I, fine, but I would disagree if you're gonna say that Vince no, McMahon I, I know. didn't do anything I'm, from I'm wrestling. Just, I'm just re- no, absolutely not. I didn't say he didn't do anything from yeah. wrestling. But Vince McMahon, what Vince McMahon did, I think, is he took the the mechanism that was pro wrestling, which it. historically for many years was its own poor man's theater, if you will. It was its own exhibition where people at the time really didn't know the extent to how you know realistic it was you know it was a well-guarded or at least guarded to the best of their ability a well-guarded secret it was almost like a houdini sort of thing people were keeping it almost secret like a magic trick exactly it it existed at a time where there was a lack of access to information it was just a little tv that you would watch every so often and sometimes you would see your favorite superstars but what Vince did is he took pro wrestling and he he monopolized it and he commercialized it in a way that now pro wrestling is reflective of pop culture. Pro wrestling always used to be anti. It was always used to be counterculture. It always used to be its own thing, and people would be like, "Oh, it's like weird. It's it's you know, it's not typical." Now he's turned it into something that any casual fan, any casual person flipping the channel could could see something or somebody on there and be like, "Oh, I could get into this." That's that's why I think Vince did. He turned right. it into an entertainment right. machine. 
beyond just being a pro wrestling uh, show. I think right. that's what he did. So made it worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. Why? Why? In the interest of fairness. Yeah, but AEW. Look, I think quite they, frankly, I think people are taking notice of it. I think WWE yeah. is taking notice of it because there was also another blurb that I picked up on that apparently backstage on SmackDown. I don't know if this happened on Raw, but on SmackDown. Right away, a lot of uh, guys and girls were being shuffled into uh, offices, right on the spot, and they were being uh, dis- they were discussing uh, contract extensions with them right there. You know, money. They, they they you know, why would you? If that is true, why for what reason would that happen? Unless they you know, felt pressured. You know what I mean? Maybe another. I just saga of Monday Night Wars. I just hope AEW isn't like this. You know, nonsense. Yeah, like it's gonna take time before they become a competition. Yeah, a lot of people. Everyone said when TNA started, everyone was saying, "Oh, TNA is gonna be the next thing." And there was a time where like TNA actually had guys like Mick Foley, Hulk Hogan. Sure. You know, they had AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. They had the big names who were way past their prime. And like, what what happened? They didn't bring up their younger talent. They didn't shine their. You know, they didn't put their. Younger talent in a good light, and look what happened. They they folded just like WCW did. Um, but WWE is the only game in town, and even if AEW you know rises up, it's not going to compete with WWE right away. Right away. Agreed. People, people understand that. I would disagree that WWE is the only game in town. I mean, well, Ring of Honor, for, no, right, Ring of Honor, right. but, but but that's I mean, not for the casual fan. No, right. But if you if you take something like. NJP or, or you know any Japanese wrestling, they are super serious about it. And oh yeah, no, Japan, it's, you it's could, a great well, it's show. Like baseball. You could make a, a living. They're, they're doing super it. serious about baseball too. It's the same as that's that. True. Right. That's yeah. true. No, they put on a good show. Yeah. Um, the very talented wrestlers. Okay. Uh, so we kind of went off on a tangent here. Well, no, I think uh, it's a good conversation to have. But yeah, you know, I, I hold another pack. Hold another podcast. <laughs> it's also you know it's just. You have to think. Like, I wonder if other people do. You know, the other people well, who, follow who would be people that are on the roster right now, who would be in enticed by, um, you know, Brock Lesnar money to come over. And you mentioned another name just now. Brock, Brock Lesnar is supposedly some idea that that Chris Jericho took a jab at Brock Lesnar on Twitter. Oh yeah, that so he, he, he's saying he has a gut. Yeah, or something like that. So Jericho looks bloated on yeah. his best day. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't like Jericho's look now. He's like bloated rock star. I just it seems so. I was like, he should not yeah, be a person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but Jericho, yeah. Jericho's fun though. Jericho's I love Jericho, fun. but you, you know, you just always, made the list. He's always entertaining whenever he does. He but you know, fun. with with Brock, much like with Ronda. I think that the combination, the the combination of, of people loving uh, Brock winning or something like that, you know, like how they liked Brock coming, it, it's lost its appeal. Nobody wants him around anymore. Nobody, nobody enjoys him staying the champion. He doesn't show up. When he does show up, he does a little "I'm gonna beat you up" thing, and then yeah. he disappears it's, for the next it's, month. It lost you know, its mystique. Yes. No, yeah. it lost yeah. its mystique a long time ago, and I think it lost its mystique when Roman did not go over when he should have gone over on Lesnar, which I think was, you know, there were like three, three, you know, well, do, do you know what else lost its mystique? Mystique? Wolverine. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, awful joke. Okay. Um, so, so overall Raw, we, we would say is pretty... I thought Raw was okay. I thought SmackDown was SmackDown was so much better. I thought Raw. I mean, I thought SmackDown was a little, a little weak actually. Um, uh, our um, truth winning back to back. Let's title let's matches. talk about this now too. Like United States Championship, it, it it's in the hands now of our truth, which is which they cool. could do some fun stuff with. They could do some fun stuff with. But can you explain what went on on? Like I was. I was literally like I was out on Tuesday night and I get these notifications saying what is happening on SmackDown. So What's because going on? because our truth was not able to go into the Royal Rumble because Nia Jax beat him up. Uh, the McMahons gave our truth a U.S. title shot against Shinsuke and it was you know it was a pretty standard match and you 
knew uh-huh. in your heart of hearts that Shinsuke was going to go over. How do you, how do you have our truth win right. that match? Right. Uh, but it was like a, a hokey roll up, and then there was some controversy with whether or not Shinsuke's shoulders were on the mat for the right. full three count. But it, it was it was a three count, so they awarded him the title. Rusev comes out and says, you know, I took the t- the U.S. title away from Shinsuke Nakamura because the U.S. T- Shinsuke Nakamura didn't deserve the U.S. title, and the U.S. title certainly doesn't deserve you. Did you, you just put the shit. Did the you just call Shitstein? Shitstein Nakamura. <laughs> um, so th- Rusev challenged our truth for a title match, and right. everybody in the crowd was just like. No, 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 no! Don't do it because they wanted him to hold on to the belt because exactly. you knew he was going to lose. You knew he was going to lose, right? And then that was another very quick match, and it was another roll up, where our truth won again. It was incredible. And then they had the whole uh, Shitsuke and uh, Rusev going to be a tag team now, going to be the new bar. Yeah, right. now Rusev is a heel now, I guess. Rusev, so. Yeah, I well, guess. Let me let me tell you something. I have no problem with them doing that with our truth. I mean, let's look at. Wait, wait. Is the tag ta- is the tag team name going to be Trutsev? <laughs> well, I think no. It's uh, Shinsuke. Yeah, and Shinsuke. Oh, Never mind. I'm not paying attention. I have no yeah. problem with them doing that with our truth because I think that you do need a little comedy. I mean, look at Santino. Look at people before Santino. You had you had you know some fun people that had the title, and you know what. If nobody's doing anything with it anyway, you might as well make it entertaining. And I think that R-Truth can do that. He can make a fun little entertaining thing. And you know what? We all know that he can wrestle. So, you know, if... He's been doing it a long time. Yeah, he's been doing it a long time, man. And he can act in The Wrestler. I think... Yeah. <laughs> you buying drinks? I, I think... Danny, to your point, I think with the U.S. title, it's gone from, you know, Cena to... Uh, you know AJ Styles mm-hmm. to Kevin Owens, someone else in between there as well. J- Chris Jericho. It's it's been you know with top talent, and then until recently it went to Shinsuke, went to Jeff Hardy, um, you know back and forth. It, it went to Jinder Mahal at some point. Yep. Shanti. Um, <laughs> oh, Jinder Mahal. Poor, poor guy. Former, um, former WWE champion, folks. That's like the. What a shame. He he was like the champion for like three days. That's like. Like when you look back and you're like, I went on a date with that person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ugh, yikes. Um, so now the U.S. title is kind of back into the lower, you know, lower mid card. I think our truth is kind of like in that mid card territory for yeah. sure. I'm okay. But with now that. it's kind of gone back to a belief. Like, yeah, but in a way, do you think that might be good because it, it gives it gives um, uh, a boost to the lower part of the card just by the fact that that belt is now within that vicinity of the card where you have all these lower level guys that you wouldn't even blink an eye at but now that they have something to fight over i guess maybe like you might have somebody like a ty dillinger come along and and you know compete and say hey well guys, you know he could there's only one person i want to see with the u.s belt right now and, and who is that andrade cien almas I, I would think that's a very i would good love to well. see uh, a, a u.s title match between him and mysterio at wrestlemania u.s title it could no stipulation just a good old-fashioned wrestling match. Open awesome. the show. Let it open the show. That. Yeah, I, I have no problem All with that. Those two, those two have amazing matches. They do. Incredible. Really, really good. Um, he's, yeah, both of them have been on fire. But Andrade's the real deal. Yeah. Did you see his three-piece suit when he came it out was, and attacked Rey Mysterio? so good, yeah. So balling. And Zelina Vega, let's just shout out that Zelina Vega uh, cosplayed as Vega. From Street Fighter. Yes, that's yeah. right. In the Rumble, which was yeah. sick. <laughs> it worked. Who was it? Corey Graves, I think, said, I've never seen Vega look like that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play those video games. <laughs> um, and we already talked about what else Brian's we, new title. What else do you have to cover? Yeah, we talked Hemp. about Brian's new title. Hemp got a huge pop, by the way. Hemp pop? <laughs> I mean, it's... Legal, pretty much everywhere. I think. Uh, <laughs> I, I think over the next few weeks, we're going to see how WrestleMania shakes out. Come up with our own. Uh, yeah, they're starting the, the road to WrestleMania. He came. Uh, who was it? I think it was Rollins came out and said, "Like I, I said I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. But I'm going to point to the side. Not going to do <laughs> it. Seems so much fun. Like so much fun. <laughs> and I, I want to give John a moment for a, a second here, because I know it's been cold in New York. It's been cold second. pretty much across the United States of America. 
and we really wanted to give this podcast a good name, something to do with the cold. But so uh, yeah. I, I think we should do a, a quick segment, maybe to Let's to, to give the the podcast a good uh, title. You know what we should do? We should do a special edition of Three Minute Booking with Stone Cold and Oh my God, hmm, t- Glacier. Glacier, <laughs> WCW. Of all the people, you know what? I said we do it with Nick. He hasn't done his three minute booking. Glacier, yet. Nick, you ready for he that? Did it. Three minute booking. Oh no, this is this is my second round. This is the second yeah. round. Oh, wait, are there any, any other uh, wrestlers that have had uh, terrible cold, gimmicks? Cold gimmicks. Um, Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin has to be a part of this. Well, it was too cold, Scorpio, but nobody okay. really talks right. about him as much. So I mean, Glacier cold would be good. Wrestlers. Yeah. Glacier. <laughs> 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 Thank Glacier. you. Cold wrestling cold sores. Oh, <laughs> no. What in the world are you googling, John? Bro? What are you googling? <laughs> let's see. All right, Nick. Let's let, let's cut this down to two minute booking. Because I'm pretty sure. All right, you have two two minutes. One and a half minutes. We'll just do it next week. <laughs> uh, okay, but it is cold outside, so everyone stay warm. Uh, we're going to name this a very aptly uh, title for this episode. Wait till you see it. Well, by the time you're listening to this, you're probably going to see the title, so never mind. The title <laughs> of the episode is Baby is Stone Cold Outside. <laughs> we're going to talk about it at least for a hot second. Yep, hot second. Ah, I see what you did there. We- weather or temperature related? Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Miser. I missed you. We're not going to end the show on that song. That's, copy, that's, that's copy, copywritten. Copywritten. So, uh, I think we're going to end the show there, right? Tell us how so. the people can see us, John. The people can see us, hear us, listen to us, write to us on Instagram. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Uh, you know the hashtags. You know the uh, the handles. It's at Empty Arena Show for Twitter. Instagram is Empty Arena Podcast. Empty Arena Podcast at gmail.com. Check, check us out on Facebook. Memes. Uh, we don't have Snapchat yet, but yeah, we'll snap you. Um, <laughs> we'll Snapchat. We don't have one. But right. We'll individually uh, find you all. Please write to us. Any questions? Like us. Subscribe to us now. Um, now, Do share it. us. Share us review on Facebook us too. Uh, please review us on iTunes. Don't, Helps us out. Don't make me hack into my mother's uh, iTunes account and write a review. I haven't done that, but just don't make me do it. But, Intro. Uh, but uh, I, I guess that'll end the show. Uh, we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace, Peace out. out. Later. Bye.